This is the Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world, hosted by Christian Blatt. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. Blatt. Let's play ball. Welcome to the 2022 Black Cast MLB preview show. As always, I am Christian Blatt. Over there is the wingman you need when you're talking ball. The one, the only David Weiss himself. Salman, how are you, sir? Sup, America? And uh, you have the distinction of being the uh, only man that I know who has ever uh, joined me for a White Castle at 1030 in the morning, which was on our way back from Vegas back in November. That's right. Uh, yeah. That was and, a great snack. Uh, it, look, I hadn't had one while I was there, and we don't have White Castle in Los Angeles. They have them in the Vegas area. I was like, oh, I'm stopping. And when I actually pulled into Absolutely. the exit, like, oh, you were serious. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't joke about White Castle. <laughs> I was so. telling somebody that story last night. He thought I meant 1030 at night. <laughs> I mean, the, the, you know, like it, you know, any civilian. He was, can eat, he was impressed with the 1030 a.m. Yeah. Any civilian can eat White Castle at uh, 1030 uh, in the evening. I think it takes a true professional and a true visionary to enjoy a White Castle hamburger at 1030 in the morning. And uh, someone I would like to ask this very question to is our third friend, uh, David Brody, who uh, has has not only uh, worn some Mets gear such as myself, uh, he's there in the Mets corner. Uh, David, welcome uh, to the Blackcast for the first time ever. Uh, pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here, Christian. Thank you. I'm sorry. I had a little browser problem. I couldn't get in earlier, so I'm sorry. I'm this is, is not the first time that that has happened. Uh, StreamYard is great as long as you have the latest version of Chrome. After that, it gets a little dicey. Uh, David, this is uh, also David, David Weiss, uh, known as Sal. I explained to you that yep, uh, he yep. has been Salman for most of his adult life. And right. uh, at that, at this point, you can't really go back. Uh, we were talking about something very important before we dive into baseball. On our last drive back from Vegas back in November, uh, I had mentioned to David that we were going to stop at White Castle uh, because we don't have them in Los Angeles. But in Gene, Nevada, they have one right before you leave uh, Vegas proper. Yeah, part of the big truck stop there. Yep, big truck stop there. And uh, we stopped and got it, despite the fact that it was 1030 in the morning. I hadn't had one in years, and uh, I did not regret that decision. Have you ever enjoyed a White Castle, uh, David Brody, at a time that is completely inappropriate for White Castle? Uh, I have enjoyed White Castle 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> That's um, the answer. 
it, yeah. it's so that good you're willing way. yes you are willing to drive into the bad neighborhoods because that's usually where they're located also at least true. here in the east coast <laughs> yep um in, in fact growing up in brooklyn the one near us had bulletproof glass when you walked in <laughs> right and then the nice. drive through had a bulletproof glass box so they would put the food oh. in the box rotate like, it like around in the liquor stores so the right so the opening would then come to you so that if they shot at you the bullets wouldn't go through there was no window yeah. bullets because would hit the now, glass as brilliant as that is that tells you that at one time there used to not be the revolving door and the bulletproof glass <laughs> with the little opening didn't work Someone yeah. had to die to force the, you know, necessities, the mother of invention. So my guess is some people flipping burgers were, were shot and robbed. So they created the rotating <laughs> bulletproof glass of deliciousness. So yes, murder burgers. Uh, in my opinion, the original sliders was uh, White Castle. Yep. And we used to have a challenge uh, after work. We would stack up how many boxes, you know, uh, how many you could eat. We would eat like 15 to 20 of them in a given seating. And that Beautiful. was when they were like 15, 20 cents. Back in my day, you know. So <laughs> now that they're a dollar something, it's kind of weird. But no, White Castle, uh, hands down over any burger, in and out forget it. No, White Castle. in and out is overrated. It, I agree. in and out is incredibly overrated. I've lived in Los Angeles for almost 20 years. I don't think it's a bad fast food burger. But once Shake Shack came out here, I was like, I, I just don't need it anymore now. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, I, it, uh, I think people, you know, when you don't live out here, I can completely understand like, well, I got to get one. But I mean, I would even prefer a fat burger. Now that's a show we should do. We should just do fast food hamburgers. But yes, uh, fat burger yeah, has really good definitely. chili fries. Who has good they chili do? fries? The fat burger, if I remember correctly, oh, yeah. they have the Tommy's? really thin French fries. Oh, you don't have, you don't have Tommy's. No, we have checkers, which is also excellent. Oh. If you like, yeah. Again, but they deep, checkers, they deep fry their fries. Uh, yeah. So I mean, checkers, like I mean, they're battered. Yes. Checkers opens in the locations that White Castle said was too dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's it's uh, it's fun to think about, uh, you know, all the places. I, I did once go to a church's chicken in Washington, D.C. that uh, was set up exactly the way you're talking about. And I was and I remember when the uh when i lived in hoboken the when the dunkin donuts installed uh one, right by the front door like one of those height charts like for when kids are growing yep. so that i guess when the store got robbed you were able to say well yeah, yeah. they were about five four. Oh, that's <laughs> right that's, that's elevens have those they all of the kids yeah. stores have them yeah. yeah that's why if you're gonna rob a store you wear lifts yeah. Well, you. This is good advice. People should write that down. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, advice from David Brody. Brody. It's how to commit so, a crime uh, podcast. Welcome. Yeah, David. Uh, and for simplicity's sake, I will always refer to Sal as Sal and you as David. Okay. I, I I've known him no for almost. Head, so that's good. Yeah, I've known him for almost twenty years, and uh, I very rarely don't call him Sal. It's very unusual to introduce him as David, uh, but David. Uh, Sal and I have, uh, spent a lot of time whenever we do any of our baseball shows, uh, you know, we do them a couple times a year. We spend a lot of time talking about Mets pain and history. Uh, and, uh, since this is your, your first rodeo with us, sure. uh, take a couple moments to talk about how far back you go and some of the more painful moments that you've had to live okay. through as a Mets fan. Well, I would say the first season I remember and the first yearbook I got, cause we used to go every year was 1972 beautiful which was which was not a great year but there was some hope 
And then of course, 73, uh, was my, I was six. And so I was already collecting baseball cards and really following the game <clears throat> and watching the playoffs and the Orioles and the A's. And so, um, I didn't understand then that Yogi Berra should have pitched Tom Seaver on seven on five days rest for game seven and how he blew it by pitching him in game six, um, you know, and bringing him back when he wasn't ready. But I yep. just thought the, the A's were a powerhouse. And then after 73, um, it doesn't get much worse than that because it, you know, it, 74, that, that, was, that was the wasteland. Yeah. That was when yeah. they had, uh, they had the slogans like bring your kids to see our kids because they had all yeah. the young up and coming players. That's right. And, uh, it culminated in 1980 with the magic is back. <clears throat> Which oh, yeah. it wasn't so. I grew up on. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't right. so I, I grew up on Steve Henderson and Joel Youngblood. Hendu. And Hendu, Lee Mazzilli, um, you know, uh, Roy Lee Jackson, Mike Brewert. You know, oh, that wow. was the. Don't, uh, forget so, you know, George, when, when, don't forget George Theodore. George, the stork, number nine, the if stork, I remember correctly. Nine. <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, I remember when they traded Seaver, you know, for, uh, oh. for Steve Henderson, Pat Zachary, I, Doug Flynn, and Dan Norman. A dark, yeah. a dark day. And the fact that Doug Flynn had an inside the park home run one year and he won a gold glove, that was the highlight. And every time Pat Zachary pitched, I, Bob Murphy would always say, oh, the lanky right-hander from Texas. Okay. Yeah, Murph is missed. And so, uh, so is Kiner's Corner, uh, mostly oh, just to lovely. see what kind of sport coat uh, Ralph would be wearing on a given the, day. The best thing about Kiner's Corner, and by the way, I don't know why they haven't like named left field, like in the corner, Kiner's Corner at the at the that's stadium. A great idea, yeah. Um, hmm, kind of think about idea. how how times have changed. The 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 other team's superstars, the star of the game, would come on Kiner's Corner, a local WOR TV production. They had no interest, nothing to promote, but they wanted the celebrity. But they got a gift card to a steakhouse and a gold watch from like, you know, Seiko, or like some cheap watch, you know. <laughs> and like what baseball player now would go on an after show for the opposing team for a like a steakhouse gift card and a watch, right? Like back then the players didn't make any money. So a free steak dinner, all this. Yeah. Oh, on Kindness Corner, sure. And, and you know, they Keith were all, they didn't about have that. They didn't have time to shower. I remember just sweaty guys sitting there <laughs> yeah. in their Mets warm-up jacket. Yep. And, you know, Ralph is half in the bag. So half. <laughs> half. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I, half. I, I think that Harry Carey would watch Mets broadcast and be like, hey, they should really cut back Boy. a little, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> so I remember giving blood at my junior high school to get free tickets. Uh, oh, and nice. The tickets were, you know, upper deck, but there was no one in the stadium. So, yeah, you, you know, for five bucks, you could sit field level because they would all the guys were taking money. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that was those were the days where the ushers. That was their job. They right. Support of the family on five dollar tips. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they would they would uh, move you down closer. And yep. uh, when yep. the people with the tickets showed up, they're like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. Don't you. worry. Yeah, I'll move hey. you. If if you only had to move twice, it was a it was a good game. Absolutely. <laughs> but sometimes I'd have to move a couple of times. Oh, but you know, I look, once... the ushers were always there for you. You know, so that's right. Uh, but that really seems to be a, have gone the way of Shea Stadium. I I don't feel like uh, they they look the other way on that practice at City Field. So uh, there's I don't a want reason. to get anyone in trouble, but I, I, I <laughs> there's still some of that going on. You can is there. It. That's yeah, good to know. So All right. Well, we'll talk off certain, air. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk <laughs> off air. There's certain ways and yeah, you have to have paper in your hands. So it looks like you have a paper ticket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, yeah. good. I'll, well, I'll have to remember. We've that. got a, a couple of people in the live chat. Uh, Ken is so excited for opening day. Uh, so are we as soon as we figure out who's pitching. And Dominicus Saxon, great <laughs> friend of the podcast, not a big baseball fan, drop by to support the cause and hit like. Uh, you know what? That's honestly Yay. just, you know, it's like if, if somebody's a Nielsen family, you know, just like leave your TV on and, you know, watch our shows or whatever. It's the same thing. Just stream it. You can even hit mm -hmm. mute. You don't have to actually pay attention. We appreciate it. Yeah, I've done, uh, so, done that with my podcast where I've told people, just you're at work, just hit play. Just turn the yeah. sound off. I get, a, I get a download count for that. It's good. Well, we'll we'll get a proper plug in at the end, but take a moment to uh, talk about the uh, podcast that you do. Well, I've got, I've, I'm on three, so I'll go in reverse okay. order. I'm on the Elvis Duran 15-minute morning show, which is something that the whole cast does after the show. It has nothing to do with the show. It's sort of a free-flowing, let's talk about anything, use profanity if we want, kind of 15 Ooh. minutes that we do. We, uh, we It's audio, but we also film it. We do a Zoom call, which you can see nice. at Elvis Duran Show on Instagram. I do a Walking Dead podcast called Walkers and Talkers. If you watch the show, you'll know what that means. Um, and we review the episodes, and we try to, I try to be funny and amusing about uh, what went on. And then I would say my main podcast is The Brooklyn Boys, uh, my friend and co-host, uh, co-producer on the morning show, Scary Jones and I grew up in the same neighborhood in Brooklyn, Bensonhurst, where Saturday Night Fever was filmed. And uh, we didn't grow up together. We're a few years apart, but we basically talk about our lives, uh, things that happened, bad customer service experiences, uh, observations. And we, we, we put a Brooklyn, sarcastic, annoyed, asshole spin on everything. Pardon my language. So, no, no, the, there's no need to apologize for the language on this show. Okay. And uh, yeah, I think uh, that, you know, having a, a, you know, things that come, that spin off from a, a tremendously successful morning show like Elvis Durant's uh, obviously it, it creates great opportunities. Interestingly, the, the black cast started as an extension of the old Dennis Miller radio show because it was like, yeah, we'll just talk about that. And then we did that for like two weeks. And then we're like, yeah, we're just going to talk about the stuff we're interested in. But that was the idea. And that was how we got it on Dennis's website. And, uh, you know, and nice. yet here we are 487 episodes later, <sighs> uh, still doing it. Well, <laughs> so. we're only up to 213, but I was started because we would pitch ideas to Elvis that maybe didn't fit the demographic or right. we thought were funny, but maybe he thought they were too juvenile. And he'd always say years before podcasts, he would say, you know, what? why don't you guys do that on your show? We don't have a show. That's why we pitch you. You go, well, I'm not doing that. You get a show someday, you do it. And he would, he would like, we would argue sometimes like Brooklyn, like, you know, over whatever we were arguing over. And he'd say, you know, you, the Brooklyn boys are fighting again. And so when we decided <laughs> to do a podcast, we took the, I used the name and we just decided to do everything he, we ever pitched to him that he didn't want to do. And we just kept it going. So it's just what well, we think is funny. Before we dive into baseball, let me ask you what might be a controversial Brooklyn question. Is Peter Lugers overrated? Yes. Okay. I, I like it. <laughs> I like the whipped cream. I like the dessert. I like I like that they cut the steak up. I, I find the I steak like is that. yeah, I do like that. But what what I don't like is that they they cook it once it's cut up a little more. And the edges all get crusty. And I like the rare. I like to see the uncooked middle. So I, I, <laughs> Which, I, by I the way, if, 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 the if you need a middle. name for podcast number four, the uncooked yeah, middle. Uncooked, uncooked middle, middle. That's, that's right. It. That's, that's it. right. Um, 
So I like it when they cook it medium rare and then they slice it for you and they, you know, they, they present it nicely, but I like to see the, the middle of the meat uncooked. Uh, but I, I, the service is okay. It's, it's supposed to be steakhouse rude, um, yeah. <laughs> which it is. Uh, I just, I've had, I've, I've enjoyed other steaks more and it's a what lot of money for a hard to park uh, area. So yeah, yeah. I, I assume you asked me that question because you agree. That it's well, I, I, what happened was my brother still lives in New York. He lives at the corner of Bleecker and Broadway. And, you know, I, oh, nice. I even, uh, yeah, strange. so I, he's, he's lived there for like 25 years. So, uh, usually, you know, we have like one big meal once a year, uh, when I go back and I would always try and take him there. And he's like, no, I don't want to go there. I want to go somewhere else. And <laughs> I have been, I went, I've been a couple of times. One time I went for a bachelor party. It was, it was exactly what you're saying. Okay. But this was in the days where you, I don't even know if you can pay with a credit card now, but you had to like sign up for their credit card or pay cash. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, uh, you know, I, this is a, uh, especially in a bachelor party. I'm like, I've already got cash on hand for other activities later in the evening. You know, I don't need steak money. Sure. You know, and how do you pay for a steak with singles? So, <laughs> yeah, <right>. exactly. <laughs> so um, yeah. And, and now uh, Sal, you actually went yes. to just recently, like, earlier this year you went. Well, but I have been, I've been to the great neck location. Oh, oh okay. Which, uh, it's ba it's exactly the same except that there's parking. Oh, I mean, that's all I really need. Um, yeah. Same attitude, but, just more money. Yeah. Same attitude, more money. Um, yeah, it's it's I it's why know. it's you why know, you go to the I, Roscoe's I, Chicken and Waffles in Pasadena because you can park. Yeah, and in Hollywood you yes, can't. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The steak is good. You know, have I had better? Maybe. You know, I was in Vegas a couple of weeks ago, and I had some terrific steak at Delmonico's, which is an Emerald restaurant. Sure. Yeah, and. You know, pretty damn good. Was it as good as as Luger's? Probably up there. And Luger's is coming to Vegas, by the way. Hmm, really? They're opening up in the. They're opening up in Caesars. I'm not sure exactly when, but it's a done yeah. deal. Vegas Oops. is determined to create an environment where you never want to travel anywhere else in the country because, like, all the things that you want to go somewhere else is like, yeah, we got that here too. Yeah, um, we got hard lines. Right. My favorite yeah. Italian restaurant in New York, Carmine's, is in Vegas and Caesars. I think. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah. it's actually in, in the it's, form it's, at the, it's at the Venetian, I think. And uh, no, no, yeah, no. we've taken Carmine's is at the form shop. Okay. Well, we've taken the kids there because the you know that that we've that's like our big family outing when we go to Vegas. I love Carmine's, and uh, always have. Uh, so these are some uh, restaurant recommendations that people can write down. We will yeah. finally focus on baseball. Just give us one steakhouse that you think would be better than Peter Luger. And I will write that down and text it to my brother after the show. Uh, I like old Homestead. It's more okay. expensive, but I, I like it a lot. Okay. That's all right. There's an old Homestead in Caesars too in Vegas. <laughs> See, look at well, that. There you go. Well, if, if it exists in Caesars, it has to be well, top of the line. So. More yeah. expensive is fine because my brother's paying. So that's oh, going to be. Then uh, please yeah. count me in. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I'll go. Um, all right. So we're all Mets fans, and uh, anybody who follows baseball, uh, you know, even even sort of in a tertiary way, they kind of know the Mets usually are behind the eight ball with injuries in recent years. And uh, unless you're a fan of, you know, maybe the Phillies or the Braves, a lot of people have felt bad for us over the last couple weeks. Uh, there's uh, the main reason is that, you know, we have this owner who finally want, we finally have an owner who wants to spend money. 
They had all these pieces. We have Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer. Hard to argue with the idea of, you know, you can rank other pitchers above or between them, but the best one, two that you could have. And then uh, Jake feels a little, uh, a little tenderness in the arm. So he's going to be Oops. gone for a little bit. <laughs> Sal knocked over his phone, but that's all yep. right. Uh, and here, I'll let <laughs> whatever you're trying to do, I'll let you fix it off camera. Um, and uh, so, uh, so we miss out on uh, Jake for a little bit. And uh, then there was this concern that uh, Max Scherzer, it, it was just some hamstring tightness. And everybody immediately, Mets fans and non, were like, oh, my God, they're both hurt. Well, no, because Scherzer is going to pitch on Friday. He's not going to pitch Scherzer, in the first Scherzer's game. Scherzer's a bull. He'll, I mean, he's. Yeah. if he's not going to pitch the first game, you know he's hurting. Yeah, but the fact is that you know they today was the day they threw him. They want him to go on Friday. He's just like yeah. whatever. But if they had said, yeah. "Can you go on Thursday? We need you to," I'm sure he would have. So he would have got it out five innings. I'm a little, and you know the 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 Crom situation. You know, uh, Sal and I are lucky that we actually got to see him uh, pitched last year. San Diego was one of his, the last uh, starts that he made. We planned a whole day trip down there for it. And, uh, it was well worth it. It was good because, uh, we didn't see him again, even on TV. So, yep. um, I'll ask you first, David. So we yep. have all this swirling around as we look at the national league East, where we always start because it's what we care the most about. Um, do you feel that, well, maybe you didn't even have the the Mets as your pick beforehand. What do you think this does? And do you see somebody else being the the team most likely to win the NL East? Well, I think you have to take at least three or four wins off the board at this point because sure. Scherz is going to. Now they're saying June first. Originally, it was four weeks, which would have would have put you into the third week of April, a couple of weeks of rehab, maybe mid May. Now you're yeah. looking at June first minimum. And you know, listen, I know it's new ownership, but this uniform with the Mets across it always adds another month. It's the Mets are like a contractor. We'll be finished in a week. And they're finished in three weeks. <laughs> the job, the job always runs long. Yeah. So uh, if hey, all I needed was a new, a new sink. Why did it cost $20 million? That just, did. well, it was attached to a wall that had to come down and the wall was in your backyard and the backyard's got yeah. a big hole. That's got and a big once a year we have to let Bobby Bonilla take a shit in your toilet. So that's right. On July 1st. <laughs> on July 1st. Pay him a million, million, pay him July million to take a shit in your that's toilet. Right. <laughs> um, I was hoping that the, you know, the, the Freddie Freeman thing put a dent in the Braves, but it didn't, didn't because they, they replaced them very easily. Um, yeah. I would have told you a week and a half ago that the, the Mets were my pick. And yeah. now, without Degrom and the reminder that Scherzer's thirty-seven years old, um, I think right now I think the Braves are a slight favorite because they're going to lose a few wins with this Degrom thing. Uh, yeah. I don't think Cookie Carrasco is your answer. Um, <laughs> however, even with a three hundred million dollar payroll, I like knowing that I'm not going to hear at the trade deadline. You know, we're getting guys back from injury, so that's the same thing as making trades at the deadline. Like yeah. I know they're going to pick up people at the deadline that could be a difference maker to put them past the Braves. And you don't know who's going to get injured with the Braves, but I would say to answer your question right now, Braves by a game or two. Yeah, over, that's fair. And uh, over the Mets. Over the Mets. So, yeah. Okay. And 
And uh, that, that wouldn't preclude the Mets from uh, making the postseason because pretty much everybody gets in now. Yeah, you can. I'm I'm in the postseason. Congratulations, <laughs> right. by the way. Thank now. you. Right. Thank yeah. you very much. You kind of uh, backed in, but I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Uh, look, uh, Larry, who's a Phillies fan, uh, makes this point and uh, love the uh, the avatar with the fanatic. Uh, the 19 Philly Mets games are front loaded on the schedule. Uh, so not exactly sad to miss a bunch of Jacob DeGrom starts. Hope he gets well, uh, mostly because of the fact that you're not to play. The interesting thing about the Phillies, as you look at this division, is they've got like four DHs in their lineup and the National League has a DH <laughs> now, so they can use one of them. Right. So uh, with a with a Philly fan friend of mine, I, I've just said, I, I want to see how many times during the season they have more errors than runs scored because uh, they, they're going to give some away, but they do have a, a great lineup. They have a couple of, they have a couple of really solid pitchers, but I don't see them in the conversation as much as I want to say Mets. And I agree with David in the sense that if DeGrom was starting on Thursday and Scherzer was starting on Friday, even the Mets doom and gloom that I expect from the season, I would be very comfortable picking them. There's also, maybe I'm trying to do some reverse psychology for this pick. And uh, I will also pick the Braves to win the division and the Mets to be in second place, because I need to believe that they'll make at least one of the wild cards because I, I just need something at this point before the season even starts. I, I can't give up yeah. all hope. I'm not a Cincinnati Reds fan. Sal, what do you think? <laughs> yes. I'm uh, going to make it unanimous on the Braves, you know, with the, uh, the Mets are probably going to be – what was their record last year? They were – I didn't do my one. research. They well, were we, we did all right? kinds of – I yeah. know. They were like – I'll find it. You can they were a couple – we were more than a couple of games under 500. Yeah, I thought 74 and, wins um, maybe or – Something like that. They were How 77 and 85. So okay. they had a 475 okay. so, winning percentage – and they were third in the division. The Braves won with They're, 88 wins. So, you know, okay. it, uh, yeah. And the Mets, the Mets are probably a 500 team. And yeah. that's just not enough for the playoffs, I don't think. I agree. If DeGrom was pitching the whole year, I would say, you know, they might squeak in. But with that uncertainty, you know, June 1st, that's a soft June 1st. I mean, what that's if he a, goes yeah. out? And pitches June first, and then, you know, June twenty second, he's he's sore again. You know, I mean, what uh, if he has a what if he has a thing? What if he has a weekend road trip with Johannes Cespedes? He might lose an arm forever. You know, so well, he could step a, in a hole, or yeah, <laughs> both his ankles. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Very uh, uh, finishing the thought about the Phillies. If you if you have to be an incomplete team, the best type to be is one that hits a lot of dingers. The Yankees have been doing it for ten years. You know they they're yeah, uh, and it's not it's not working. No, I mean they they have a a, a ballpark that is uh, suited for that. But we'll we'll get to them in a little bit. Yeah, look, I just feel pretty confident that uh, that they will play better than they had. It's funny, uh, David uh, Sal knows this that. You know, about 20 years ago or so, yeah, that would have been when they hired Art Howe. There was this idea of the Mets hiring uh, Showalter. And a couple of times his name has come up. And I'm just like, I really don't like what he's all about. I just don't want what he brings. We've had so many bad managers since then. I'm like, yeah, great. Let's have him. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, yeah. You know, let's uh, let's see what he can do because uh, it hasn't it hasn't really worked very well. 
Uh, I liked Willie Randolph, but uh, that was uh, very quick, uh, you know, that uh, it, that it all kind of went in the wrong direction, you know. So yeah, he lost the team quickly for whatever reason. Yeah. And then, you know, he, Jerry he came in, be a, you know, no, go ahead. Go mentality ahead, and, and it seemed to click for a while. Uh, and the, I'm surprised Willie didn't get hasn't gotten a job since. I really yes. I'm surprised about Me, that. I'm surprised, too. Maybe he's yeah. a dick. No, you know, I, yeah, it could be. If you yeah. don't. I mean, you. Everybody else gets a second chance. I mean, Dusty Baker gets thousands of chances, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know what does he have? He has one ring, or no rings. I think he has. No he still has none. I think his fingers. Last year are, is the year uh, he, he he could. You know, if he had beaten the Braves, he would have gotten his first one last year. Right, um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, look. Uh, I I, I want to be wrong, but. Uh, they made some improvements to this team, uh, notably Scherzer. But honestly, I I don't think they're that much better than they were last year. I think that the the Nationals are terrible, and the Marlins are very consistent uh, in terms of how bad they are. So I think I think an average team in this division will do well because you can beat up on those two teams. Uh, and yeah, but the Mets depends. had trouble. Mets had trouble with the Marlins all last sure. year. Oh, remember, I remember. Remember, yeah. I do. <laughs> um, so uh, let's uh, we'll we'll get back to flyover country uh, because uh, two thirds of us are here on the West Coast. Let's talk about the NL West. Uh, last year, the Giants won uh, uh, by a game, and uh, our our Dodger. F- fan friend uh, Daniel Beck who is watching a little bit later from Tokyo uh, will tell you that uh, they won because of uh, a a bad call from an umpire in one very specific game and I was at that game so he might not actually be wrong Uh, but I don't see any reason to not pick the Dodgers to win the NL West because of they added pieces it was a lot of uh, you know there's a you know their pitching is is not as good as it has been they do have uh, Craig Kimbrell as their closer, which I think is an improvement over Kenley Jansen, but uh, time will tell. It's kind of the biggest no-brainer as you look at all these divisions that the Dodgers would win. Uh, Sal, do you you know you yes. you actually watch a lot of Dodger games? Uh, I, I I don't. Have I do. I, I watch time. enough. I watch enough to have an informed opinion. Yeah. They're clearly the favorite in that division. The Giants. Uh, you know, you have to figure, I mean, subtract Chris Chris Bryant. He yep. was a part of the playoff run. And I'm, a lot of guys on the Giants who were middling players had career years. And I just don't expect that to happen again. I think they're a third-place team this season. So you don't think that uh, Kevin Gausman is uh, – actually, I don't even think they still have him now that I think about it. Yeah, there was a lot of guys where you're like, how are these guys winning? But uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, right. David, obviously your focus is on the Mets, but uh, unfortunately they have to play a team like the Dodgers at least twice a year. So yep. you get to see pretty well how they match up. Uh, so – what are your thoughts for uh, their likelihood of uh, of winning, or or maybe you have some intel and you're like, you know what, this is a Colorado Rockies year. I can feel it. Yeah, put all your money on the Rockies. You can trust me on that. Just tell them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's hard to root against, to bet against the Dodgers when you add Freddie Freeman to an amazing team. So they lost Scherzer. You know, they didn't really have him, but they lost him from the end of the year. Yeah, and they lost uh, they lost Seager. 
right? Yeah. If I'm correct. But they replaced right, him they, with Trey Turner. But they Turner. replaced him with Trey right. Turner. Right. So, which is yeah. an upgrade. Which is an yeah, upgrade. Absolutely. So they, yeah. the, the fact that they planned ahead when they had a star shortstop and they add a yeah. better sh- star shortstop just yep. tells you what you're up against, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what uh I don't know what their pitching staff has left. Um they've lost some bullpen pieces. But the lineup is ridiculous. Muncie's fantastic. Nobody even mentions him because they have so many yeah. other superstars. I agree. Uh, yeah. I, I just I just think they're loaded and they're financially loaded. And like I said with the Mets earlier, whatever they need, they're just gonna go get. It's like the Yankees yeah. Yeah. of old, where the Yankees would just yes. go buy whatever they needed. <clears throat> the Dodgers are are listen, I'm amazed that that my Mets are in the same league now financially <laughs> with the Dodgers. It's you know, from Agreed. the coupons, you know, the Wilpon family. <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, they were good. I've they never were heard good that people. Good oh, Freddie Coupon, the coupons. They, that's oh, uh, yeah. I love that. It, it's an old New York thing. <laughs> I happen to know them, and I, I was sort of friendly with them over the years. And, and they're good people. Really, they just weren't good. Yeah. So, a little bit about me, real quick, is I, I since 2000, I've written all of their postseason songs. So, if you know the song "Who Let the Mets Out," I wrote that. I produced it. Had cool. Baja Men sing it. So. I became friendly with front office and management types. And so I've gotten to meet them a few times. In fact, they had me do a prank phone call one year. They were sitting around the table and we do something called a phone tap on the Elvis Strand Morning Show where you, you prank people, prank listeners. They had me uh, do a prank on Jay Horowitz. Oh and boy. I called him up. A sin- <laughs> a sin- they tell- yeah. They, told Jay Horowitz, if you don't know, was, was the long-term <laughs> PR guy. No, yeah. they had me. Uh, he was arranging something and I screwed up the plans. I said it wasn't working out. And oh, although brutal. he didn't get upset, the best part about Jay was when he hung up on me in anger, or at least his version of anger, he didn't hang up. And so I got to hear him and record him for the rest of the afternoon, going and getting oh. like food on the street and getting in a car oh. and a cab. He left his oh, phone on. No. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So yeah, the wool puns <laughs> are okay, but I'd rather have a guy with $300 million payroll every yeah. time. And yeah, I'm happy to hear it. Because you know, yeah, as, a, yeah. as a Mets fan, the Yankees. Oh, you guys buy championships. You got you know. Okay, it's fine. I would love. I would. I would love to buy a championship just once. I'm yeah, like, sure. Yeah, I, how it feels. I yeah. feel like every thirty-five years, you should be allowed to buy one. You <laughs> right. know, fine. But let's. I mean, just to dive into that a little bit. Alonzo homegrown, Degrom homegrown, Dom Smith homegrown. It's not all about. Yeah, Nimmo. it's not all about yeah. buying. Yeah, Nimmo. Yeah. It's not all about buying a championship. Hundred no, percent. I definitely, I definitely agree, and uh, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't always work uh, for everybody anyway. But uh, yeah, I like having an owner that basically it held up the season because they needed to change the rules for, for how they uh, invoked the luxury tax specifically the for our owner. Yeah, the Cohen yeah. rule. Uh, you know the uh, I I did fly over fly over country the uh, NL Central. It's uh, I I tend to have teams that I don't like to pick, and then this year I picked the Braves. And as much as I want to pick the Milwaukee Brewers, I have to look at the teams in that division and how they played last year. And um, it's I, I feel like the Cardinals are going to go back to just winning it for a while. They. That's just sort of, you know, the, the Cardinal way is apparently, uh, well, uh, I guess, uh, re-sign, uh, Albert Pujols, uh, for the last year and then, uh, 
you know, uh, just uh, I guess it seems fitting, and uh, we'll see how many at bats he actually gets. Uh, I was shocked that the Dodgers started him uh, down the stretch a couple of times. I think he even got a start in the playoffs, which I I don't, yep. I don't understand. But yep. uh, yeah, so I don't know. I can't I can't see any of those other teams. Uh, you know, I I have I have an affinity for the Milwaukee Brewers for two reasons. I love the old logo and I'm so glad it's back. The, the baseball Brilliant. club MB the best. love that. That's the best. Logo. Most and clever. Yep. Desi- designed by a fan. So that's how, that's why it's so good. Uh, and I love yep. Bernie Brewer coming down the, the slide. He doesn't go into a beer mug anymore. That's fine. Right. You don't want to do that. And, the sausage uh, and then also the sausage. sausage race. Race. I hate to jump yeah. ahead. I'm all in. I'm all in on. I have a hat for the sausage race that if I was thinking I would be wearing right now. <laughs> Are you a long time Kielbasa fan? Are you? I was a Kielbasa fan since I was this big. Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm a chorizo guy. Nice. Latin yeah, flair. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive to Vegas uh, before opening day, and I'm going to put money on the chorizo to win more sausage races this year. Uh, I'll also do that as a parlay with the Nationals. I have uh, Abe Lincoln winning more of the President's Race this year. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, but apart from that, uh, what do you think when you take a look? You know, we see again, we see all these teams. Uh, Cardinals just always seem to win. And, uh, you know, not I mean, they've got, a, you know, I mean, it's been like a decade since I guess they won the World Series. But mm-hmm. still, they they win more than we do. What do you think, David? Well, I heard a stat on the, uh, the Mets Cardinals game and I didn't realize this, but it doesn't surprise you. I think it's been. 50 years since they lost like that two losing seasons in a row, something insane wow. like that, that they just wow. don't lose two seasons. Yeah. Two losing seasons. It's amazing. <laughs> the Cardinal way, as you pointed out, um, they didn't they, before they fired their manager win 19 in a row at the end of the year yep. to, yes. uh, to make the playoffs, to make the playoffs. I feel like they have a little more financial leeway, a little more big name talent than the Brewers. Although I like the Brewers pitching. I feel like, they're still looking to trim payroll. They're not going to make any big pickups at the trade deadline. I think they're a little hamstrung. Uh, so I, 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 I give them a shot at a wild card with all the teams that make it, but I have to go yeah. Cardinals and the rest of the division is horrific. As much oh, as the boy. Cubs tried to piece something together, uh, you, you lost all your stars and now you're just, yep. you, ah, it's terrible. They're terrible. trying to piece something together. It remains to be yeah. seen if they can make it to 500. Yeah, you think I, Marcus Stroman the, the wasn't Cubs. happy in New York last year? Wait till you see how he does oh. uh, pitching. Uh, you know, Tuesday afternoons at Wrigley. Uh, oh, I, I give it till the middle of. I, I. So what comes first for you guys? Jacob Degrom comes back, or Stroman has a Twitter rant and blames his teammates and the media, which is going to happen oh. first. Well, definitely Stroman. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definite. But uh, he'll have that before June first. Sal, uh, are you uh, also going to pick St. Louis, or do you have uh, do you have do you have something? No, that... I'm going. I'm going Milwaukee. I think we're all, we're all in such pitching. agreement here. I'm, yeah, I like yeah. It. I'm looking for Yelich to have a bounce back year. Okay, I like it. Um, you know, there's nothing else in that division. I mean, Cincinnati just destroyed their team. Oh, Joey yeah. Votto is now like a like a 250 hitter. Uh, you know, there's nothing. I mean, the Cubs. What do they have? Name a Cub. You know, Walker Stroman. Well, right, <laughs> but but name name a Cub. That's I mean, they've got. A, oh, er, uh, Ernie I Banks. Can't name a Cub. He's, he's still there. Ernie right? Banks, right? Yeah, Ernie Banks name, is still there. Right. They yeah. got a guy it's, named Suzuki uh, playing right field 
now. So yeah. Not the right one, That's but nice. not, nope. the, yeah. not the right one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, uh, look, the, the, the Cubs had their improbable win, which, uh, you know, could only come against the Cleveland Indians. It was the only way that, uh, that all the karma was going to work in their favor. So, uh, yeah, well, let's, uh, take a look at uh, the American league and, uh, we will go on to project uh, playoff matchups, but let's go through the AL first. Uh, I, I look at the American league East and you see how good three of those teams are. And, how really bad the Orioles are. And, you know, it's, uh, it's not, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, Ooh. it's hard to really see. I mean, I, I would like to be able to sit here right now and be like, yeah, I feel really good about the, uh, the blue Jays again, you know, but I just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to not pick the Red Sox or the Yankees ever. And as much as I, I would, I would love to see the, I'd love to see the Toronto Blue Jays, you know, have some kind of resurgence of greatness. But um, I, I think that the only reason I'm hesitant to pick the Yankees or the Red Sox is because, I mean, the Yankees in particular, I feel like they did not do enough in the offseason. They were not very good last year. Not, not, not nearly enough. They did not make themselves better. So it is a gut a feeling I am going to pick the Toronto blue Jays. I just don't think I'm right. That's what all of that was about was that I'm just, like, <laughs> it's, it's really hard to say, you know, but uh, I can, I can see their team being put together better, but am I going to be shocked if uh, the, the Yankees or the Red Sox win? No. Also the, the, the Rays somehow managed to be competitive, even though the, there's more people on our split screen right here than there are usually at Tropicana Field for yeah. a Rays home game. But uh, what do you think, David, uh, when you look at the AL East? Well, I want to just comment on what you said about people in the stands because the Mets were playing the Pirates the other day, and I believe the, the lowly Pirates outdrew the Tampa Bay Rays last year, according to the announcers. So uh, what does that tell wow. you? The Rays win, wow. and, Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh has a much nicer stadium. Yeah. But that, that is that is my favorite of all the stadiums. I love that stadium in Pittsburgh. Uh, the location oh, I, I have, out over, I, have, yeah. I believe, I believe that's the Allegheny. But the being on the river like that, I, that's my favorite stadium. I love that stadium. Well, my wife and I, when we had one kid, we have three now, and they're all older. But we had one newborn. We used right. to do baseball tours. We would plan our vacations around really nice love stadiums. It. So. I got to go to the first ever game at uh, PNC Park. It was a nice. It was the game. It was the it was the game. Like, game before opening day, and the Mets played a uh, the Pirates in an um, what do you call it? When game? It's not, exhibition game. So I got to go to the game before the game, before opening day, and things weren't set up right, and the the food lines were crazy. But that is the most beautiful view of any ballpark, having the skyline. Yeah. Now, have you been to Cincinnati? I went to the old one. They were building Great American Ballpark in the outfield when uh, I was there. So I was at, I believe it, it wasn't even called Riverfront anymore. It was whatever the corporate branding was. Something.com. Yeah, it was like Synergy or something. I, I don't really remember. But I have not been to the uh, to the current uh, ballpark there in Cincinnati. And I think uh, David had something similar happen to uh, what Sal was doing earlier with uh, the, the camera. So uh, Sal, let me ask you uh, yes. about the uh, AL East. Uh, 
uh, your thought first very quickly, Sal. Well, we'll get to David. Toronto has improved themselves immeasurably over the past couple of seasons. Uh, I was watching some Vladimir Guerrero Jr. clips. I do like him. Yeah. Training. Man, he hits the ball hard. Um, I'm not convinced they have enough pitching. You know, yeah. they, they, they signed that guy from Seattle, a Japanese pitcher, a le- another lefty. And I thought that was a poor choice, not because of the numbers quite so much, but him and Ryu are very, very, very similar pitchers, left-handed junk ballers. Right. So, you know, do they need uh, somebody who's going to strike out batters in the American League East? Probably. Do they have that? I don't know. So, so I am you, not. I am not picking the Blue Jays. I am, so who are you I picking? Am, I am picking the Yankees. Unfortunately, I mean it's a safe. It's a safe bet. It's hard, you know. I mean, uh, you I know, think that I think that Judge and Stanton are going to have monster years, and that's going to propel them over the top. Yeah, I think you that. Know, and they, the they do concern, have Garrett Cole. Well, I was going to say the biggest concern uh, I think for the Yankees should be. Uh, Garrett Cole's ERA when you weren't allowed to cheat anymore. Once they yeah. started checking, yeah. uh, his ERA was like six. So was it really? Was it? No, was it I'm exaggerating. Big? It was like four and okay. a half, though. It was. It wow. was like a four run, and a half. It, it was more than a run than it was before. Wow. Uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, look, it, yeah. it's like you can't go wrong if you're going to pick the Yankees to win the division because uh, they. They uh, have the resources. They just chose not to use them so far. So we'll see. David, what do you think? Uh, am I good on sound? Yeah, you're good on sound now. Yes. You hear me? Yep. Okay. As long as you hear us, good. we hear you. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the Blue Jays lineup. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like the Blue Jays lineup a lot. Um, I think losing Marcus Simeon is is a, is a big ding. Um, yeah. yeah the Red Sox year. losing Chris Sale now for for sixty minimum. That's a bit, a big yeah. dent right there. So yeah, they, I mean, the lineup they have, uh, the Yankees, boy, I, I, I agree. They didn't do enough in the off season, but you know, they held out at first base. They got Rizzo back. He was still out there. I thought, you know, I thought they'd go Freeman or Correa Freeman in that stadium would have been a monster in, with that short yes. right field. Yeah. Uh, yeah but perfect he, he's fit. not, he, he's, he scatters the ball. He's not quite. Yeah, absolutely. But you left like center and pull hitter you know, like that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, but I, I did like him, dead. and I, I did like him for to defense, and uh, yes. I was surprised that you know, Donaldson is a nice, nice plug-in. If the rest of your lineup is great, the shortstop situation they were hamstrung by the fact that they've yep. got a prospect they want to protect. Um, you know, kind of Falefa. Uh, I'll tell you a quick story. When they traded him from the Rangers to the Twins, I thought, wow, what an annoying name to have to say all the time and have to hear it. I'm glad he's not playing in New York. <laughs> And then, like a you know, a couple hours later, he's playing in New York. And now, every time I watch Sports Night in New York or whatever, I have to hear you know, kind of falafa, kind of falafa. It's just it'll grow on you, but it's such an unusual name. It's like when it's like when they got Odor. It's like oh, that's that guy yeah. in Texas, right? It yeah, was like rough, rough Ned, rough Ned Odor, rough Ned, rough rough Ned, Ned Odor. Odor. And yeah. I, I read somewhere I didn't know this because I'm not a fan of of the Yankees, but I guess at one point his nickname was Stink. Which yeah. is, I, guess, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. So yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to go. Oh, I'm going to go blue Jays because of nice. the injury to Chris sale. And because I don't think the Yankees have enough offense behind the plate. Um, I don't think the left side of their infield is going to be what they think it is. And I don't know what, uh, what Stanton is showing up. 
I, I uh, Sal, I like that you're you're hoping for the Twin Towers, but I I don't know if he's oh, going to wow. hold up the whole season. You know, one other point on that: Donaldson gets injured a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's so. Well, you know. the yeah, and I think that the thing to remember about the Yankees is that that was their problem down the stretch last year was they just did not hit. It actually wasn't. Nope. I mean, the pitching was Ice a story, cold. but yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. What's colder than being cold? The Yankees bats. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, and uh, a, a division that. Uh, I guess I care about a little bit uh, because uh, of the sheer number of uh, Angels games I end up at and the fact that the Mets will be playing uh, in Anaheim, which does not happen often enough uh, for my nope. tastes. Uh, but uh, we will be there. Uh, Sal, my wife, and I will be there for a uh, seven-line game, a road nice. game for them. So that'll be fun. Yes. Yeah, that's the first time my that they've come My first seven-line game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that should be fun. And uh, uh, But – and. I think it's it, look. There's something that's that I like about being able to see Noah Syndergaard pitch uh, as long as he stays healthy, but I don't think that that team is going to be very good. And it's uh, that's a division where you look at it and you go like, how is anybody going to beat the Astros? Also, you want to talk about a team that you get to beat up on. I saw a great <laughs> stat earlier this week. In 1991, the Oakland Athletics had a $33 million payroll, which was the highest in baseball. In 2022, they still have a $33 million wow. pay, uh, payroll, but it's wow. the lowest in baseball. I mean, that is shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. I mean, you should have to contract your team if you're not going to spend any yeah, money. Yeah, if you can't or at stay least you should have to sell they should, yeah. they, should, they should be relegated, like in, yeah. like in England. You know, go you down know to the AAA. What, yeah. What's the what biggest say, shame? Of, what the biggest shame is with Oakland is not that their payroll is thirty-three million; it's that their front office is so good that they can build up a team with no money, make the best draft picks, have amazing talent where they're not that bad every once in a while. Imagine that talent pool with money. Now they wouldn't be getting the high draft picks necessarily, but you'd like to see them have a really good draft and then get a new owner who throws money at them because. Look at the people they traded just this offseason. You give them a, a bigger payroll where they can add some free agents, and, and yeah. they're a hell of a ball club. You know, they could have yeah, signed. No, they, are, they are suffering from that stadium problem. I don't know what impact that has on their bottom line, but it's got to be a distraction where, you know, if I'm a free agent, do I want to go to a place where, you know, ownership – you know that you're not going to get big money ever and that the team is itinerant at this point. You know, they've, mm -hmm. I think they already bought land in Vegas for a stadium. Yeah. Which well, is what I'm Max hoping Scherzer. for. I would love that. I would love that team to move to Vegas. What were you going to say, David? Uh, Vegas A's sounds great. I mean, the name works. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, in fact, a A's is in Vegas at the end. So you could just use that as a logo. <laughs> Have vague and have the AS is anyway. Um, I, I, tell you, I had an idea for a logo and it's not going to work. I'm going to tell you that in a minute. Um, uh, Oakland's payroll is lower than Max Scherzer's salary this year. Wow. So, wow, you're right, aren't you? Right? <laughs> I just realized. I mean, like, there's, there's a handful of players who make, I mean, uh, um, the, the, your pitcher in LA, uh, I can't think of his name. He didn't pitch this sexual deviant. Oh, oh Bauer. Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer makes more. Yeah. When he doesn't have to play, and he made more than the A's. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays were going to go to Montreal and 
So I was thinking There's no place to uh, play. Well, yeah, but they were going to the, split it, their season, uh, yeah. right? They were going to do a third of the games in Montreal. Yep. So I yeah, thought like the was... Montre, put the Ray in the middle, Montreal, oh, like that. and, ha- and yeah. have that logo. I was going to get it designed, and then they, they canceled it. So yeah. So, yeah. I lost out <laughs> so on Williams, that's really my point. All, all that work. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think, uh, David, as we look at the AL West? Is it, well, uh, like, is like it... you said, the division's a mess. <clears throat> the, uh, yeah. the Astros lost Correa. They lost Springer yeah. the year before. Verlander's up in the air, and yet they're still favored to win. And as a as a Mets fan, and I like the guy, I have to root against Syndergaard and Loop because the Angels stole my team. They stole my players. Yeah. So <laughs> my fair. my only hope my only hope is that Syndergaard rehabs on their dime and then comes back to the Mets when he's healthy. That's what <laughs> I'm hoping for. I like, like that. Yeah. Let him have his unsure, you know, comeback year where you don't know what he's going to do. And then when he's a free agent, we can talk about him coming back because he's you know, not just a great uh, one player, additional great point about about yeah, Sin- I love him as a personality. About yeah. yeah. What still, were you going to say, Sal? Yeah, he still does not have he still does not have a reliable breaking pitch. Yeah, and you can only throw ninety nine for so long if your fastball does not have movement, because major league hitters can time a bullet, yeah. as they say, and. You know, should his should he get hurt again? Uh, you know, without let's say um, right now he's unable to throw ninety nine or a hundred. Let's say he's at ninety five, ninety six. Mm-hmm. He's not the same pitcher, right? Yeah. Without without a breaking pitch, yeah. And at ninety five, ninety six, you know, I'm I'm digging in. You know, yeah, I'm me... not. I'm not sure. I'm exact, Sal, but he he had a decent curveball, but I think after he had that lat injury, he stopped throwing it as much. Okay, well maybe yeah. maybe yeah. he'll throw breaking pitches more this year. But you're I right. Think he has he's a, a two. He's a two pitch pitcher right now. Yeah, and, and I don't want to uh, see him in the bullpen, but he'd be deadly in a bullpen. Gee, I I think the Mets missed an opportunity to make him a closer because I would rather see him in there than Edwin Diaz. But oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you could I, you could play some kind of Nordic music, have lightning strikes as he's coming in. Sure, you know? thunder, right? Yeah, he's or even thunder, but ACDC. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Music. Come on, it's you know you know that song is loaded at every stadium uh, for really every sport. Uh, yeah, so, but now yeah, you've got a guy named Thor. You can't yeah. get more perfect. So uh, yeah, hard to see anything other than the Astros sell. Uh, do you have a different feeling? Uh, do you not think in the AL West? I mean, yeah. Angels hype is hype, you know. Okay, yeah. Otani's on the cover of uh, of whatever that video game is, and oh, the and show. he's yeah, yeah, the show, and he'll probably win right. MVP again. But long long term, the Angels have a problem. Let's face it, Mike Trout is going to be thirty one this year. Yeah, his numbers are starting to drop. Uh, he was hurt most a of lot. last season. Yeah. And Otani, I mean, I think it's too much strain on the human body, what he's doing, you know, and is he, you know, let's say he's unable to do one or the other thing. Is he then that valuable to the team? You know, I I think they're, I think they'd be lucky to finish within five games of 500 without, because they have no pitching, even with, even with Syndergaard, if he's your, if he's your, your number one starter, 
it's not going to, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, uh, Astros is, is the class yeah, of that division. I do agree with uh, Larry. I can't fathom how they couldn't build a team around Otani and Mike freaking Trout. I mean, you have the two, two of the best. Do, Moreno doesn't care. No, he, yeah. I mean, he cared about when he took over the team, it was a lot of like, let's lower the beer prices. Let's do that stuff. But actually building a team that can win is not something that no. uh, he's been able to do. And it, nope. honestly, I don't yeah, know how much. But how surprising was it guys that trout signed up again? He could have gotten yeah. that money anywhere. He he knows yeah. he's not going to win unless his goal is to overcome everything and be the guy who finally got Too the angels to win. But he, yeah, now they're talking, there was rumblings. He might be moved out of center soon, you know, either this year or next year. Yeah. That's a sign. It's time. It is so. a sign. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, look, it's, it, it's Anaheim. I know that they put the words Los Angeles uh, in front of their team, but uh, the, you know, I think in general people still, they remember that they, it was only 20 years since they won the world series. You know, I mean, yep. they're like, yeah, we remember that was fun. You know, let's, and they won it without Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah, sure did. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that, uh, that's a, that's a team that, uh, doesn't have a reason to, uh, be more competitive. And, uh, it, it is, it's a great point from Larry though. You would just look at that and like, yeah, you have those pieces. You should be able to do it. Uh, yeah. in the NFL, you can kind of win a championship if you have like the two you best know, I, players. I think they, one of Moreno's huge errors was paying Pujols all that money for 10 such years? a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that, I mean, cuz that know. really that was a hole in the lineup where they, yeah. you know, that was dead money that they could have used on other players and you know they're always looking, you know, they've they've got uh, Joe Adele now, I guess he's going to re replace Upton in the outfield. Remains yeah, to be they, seen whether this guy can play. Cuz they cut Upton uh and yes. they're going to eat like 25 28 million dollars so yeah that's that tells you how productive imagine being was. imagine being rich enough to eat 25 million dollars i can't even imagine can't. being rich enough to eat 25 dollars yeah you know i bought a bagel at manhattan bagels yesterday morning for 368 and uh, <laughs> i just felt like i had beaten the system somehow yeah somehow <laughs> somehow i don't know uh, as we uh, look at the AL Central, this is the first year where we can consider and say the phrase, hey, are the Guardians going to be any good? But uh, it's still Cleveland, so the answer is no. Um, I, I I think uh, there's something about the Twins that I usually like, but uh, I see the uh, White Sox repeating this year. I think that uh, they they did move their closer. But uh, I, I think that uh, it's a, there's there's so many bad teams and so many divisions that it's easy to pick one or two. It's like, yeah, this is the one that's supposed to do it. David, I'm sorry, Sal, I did call you yeah. David this time. I meant to call you Sal. Right. Uh, what do you think? Uh, we, we watched I, uh, some some White Sox playoff uh, I, at, yes, at Finney's. We did. Uh, we did. And uh, that, that was painful. The, the White Sox in the playoffs this past year. Yeah, but I well, still feel the like they're going to win their division. They're going to win that division, I yeah. think, easily. I looked at their lineup the other day. Powerful. Sure. Powerful. The pitching, you know, everyone's pitching's a little iffy, mm -hmm. but they did add Johnny Cueto this morning, so Ooh. they got that going for them. Yikes. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's like... Yeah. It's yeah, I was like, hoping he'd go uh, to the Mets. Well, I, I don't know that I was hoping, but... 
Yeah, I mean, you'd think that uh, they they should be doing some some more last minute moves uh, for. They need they need tonight. another. Well, Lance Lynn went down. Yeah, so right. that's why they replaced Lance Lynn with Johnny Cueto, with Johnny Cueto. which yeah. is, you know, replacing your Maserati with a Yugo. <laughs> Yugo. Uh, what do you think, David? Do you think that uh, that the uh, Chicago White Sox are the uh, the best of a collection of bad teams? As uh, someone that uh, Sal and I worked with for a long time, uh, Dennis Miller once described something as uh, being like the valedictorian at summer school. You know, somebody <laughs> has to. You know, yeah. is that is that the White Sox? Yeah, I think that's the White Sox. I think. As Sal said, the lineup is dangerous. They're going to score a lot of runs. They're going to give up a lot of runs. Uh, but who in that division is is even close? The Tigers added some pieces. They'll be competitive, but they they can't touch the White Sox. And so by default, uh, the the ugly girl is going to win because she's the only girl at the school of all men. So you got someone's going to dance with her, you know. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I like the White Sox, and I, I I hate to say that out loud, but yeah, I think they're the, the clear choice. Yeah. And then uh, as we put together the American League in terms of the playoffs, I feel like the uh, the Blue Jays, Yankees and Red Sox will all make the postseason just that the, you know, they'll slot up against each other. Uh, and I, I think that the it almost doesn't matter how it gets duked out, because to me, every year the AL ends with uh, Houston in the World Series. <laughs> Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. you know, they only win when they cheat, but they don't have to cheat to <clears throat> beat up on some of these other teams. Uh, you know, I don't, I, you know, it's like, okay, if the Rays come up from out of nowhere, the Rays aren't going to out pitch or out hit. And, you know, I think the White Sox will be gone early. So, I mean, yeah, I could, I could seed them like that, but it, it seems uh, it, it, it's, it's like Sal, it's like taking on the Borg. Resistance is futile, and <laughs> Resistance uh, is futile. I think that uh, the Astros are just going to assimilate everyone, and they thrive on the fact that people think that they're still cheaters. Um, what do you think, David? They do you are. think that uh, that the it's a foregone conclusion, or could there be could there be something more out there? Could it, could I give the Blue Jays more credit, David? I think the Blue Jays deserve a little more credit. Great. I think losing Correa is going to – I don't know what, what kind of season Bregman's going to have, but losing Correa is a, is a big hit to that team. Altuve's still great, so I give him that. Uh, Verlander, you know, what, what's he got left Big this question year? mark. Right, big yeah. question mark. And, you know, this year they just announced today they're going to use the uh, electronic signs system. So even if the Astros wanted to steal signs, they will not be able to unless they have some kind of decoder box in their dugout to get the, the beeps yeah. and decode the beeps. Right. Uh, no, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I think the Astros are going to take an early exit in the playoffs. They'll, they'll nice. make it because the division's terrible. Sure, but they, they're not. I don't think they're going to get out of the first round. I don't so think the pitching. Do you is that. like the uh, the Blue Jays, the White Sox, or or another team that uh, that'll make it as a wild card? Oh boy, uh, I think the wild cards are going to come out of the AL East. I mean, they're yeah, all gonna, I do too. They're all, they're yeah. all out of there. Me so too. it's the, the Red Sox <laughs> and Yankees, the Yankees and Blue Jays. There's too many good teams there, and yeah, you know, the boy, the Central Division in baseball, both leagues, not a lot to not a lot to look at in either league, unfortunately. Terrible. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, no, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I I, I definitely terrible. agree. Uh, Sal, what are your what are you thinking as you look at the, uh, I'm, the AL? I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement with Brooklyn's finest down there that uh, 
it's going to be AL East, Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays. Yeah. Uh, as brilliant as the Tampa Bay management has been, uh, I think it's going to take them another season to rebuild their their bullpen and whatever else they they jettisoned in the off season for for payroll reasons. Yeah. Well, now when we bring it back to what we really care about, do the Mets get further than a wild card game this year? No. I'll ask you first, Sal. So you uh, think that they could no. get to a wild card game, but they're going to well, lose? No, I don't think I don't think they're getting a wild card game. I you don't even think don't. they're going to get to a wild card game? Okay. You, you don't no. think they're going to make the playoffs? No, I don't. I've got I've got them in the wild card game. You know, probably playing in it on the road. <laughs> you know, not hosting it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, going to like but San Francisco DeGrom, or somewhere. If Degrom was healthy. I'd say yeah, okay. but without you know, I'm thinking All Star break if they say a soft June first, oh, you know, uh, and they can't they can't rush it. No, so yeah. Let's say, I mean, what is the the greatest expectation for the Mets in the first half of the season? Five games above 500. Yeah, maybe. Okay, you know they were. There were eight games, eight games under last year. Um, are they that much better with Scherzer? You know, you can't expect Scherzer to do what Degrom did in the first half of last season. Yeah. Well, do you have the uh, the Dodgers as the class of the National League, or do you think that the Braves are oh, uh, possibly going? Okay, so the Braves aren't going to. I'm repeat. expecting Dodgers. I'm expecting Dodgers Braves and Dodgers winning it. Okay. Uh, did I just so Dodgers Braves NLCS. <laughs> I can see that. What sorry, what did you say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh David, do you no, have uh, said, you see, David, you seem a little bit more optimistic when it comes to the Mets. We both have them at least playing in a wild card game. Yeah, I, even, I have even pie playoffs. in the sky yeah. is not high enough up in the sky if you're a Mets fan. But yeah, uh, you know what? I, I have them making the playoffs only because I don't think I don't think <laughs> the Giants are gonna come close to repeating what they did. I yeah. think Tatis Jr. being no, out for an, I agree a, with that. a long period of time with his motorcycle injury. Uh, I don't I don't see yeah. a challenger to the wild card. And if I'm the Mets and I've got maybe DeGrom, but probably Scherzer pitching that wild card game, I'm feeling pretty good about it. So I, I, I it all look, it always depends on DeGrom. So yeah, I'm gonna course. say DeGrom June first, and he's he's DeGrom the rest of the way. They're yeah. in. They're in the playoffs. They take on the Braves. I think they I think Mets Dodgers, depending on the seating, of course. But yeah, I think the Mets can can go can go far in the playoffs. Degrom, mid July, August, and he's unsure, and that they're, they're they're giving him a six, five days rest on a six man rotation, and they're they're keeping yeah. him, you know, and he and he can only go five innings, right? Yeah. And he and they got to bring in bullpen help, or they start doubling up, <laughs> and Taiwan Walker comes in in the fifth, and you know, yeah, I then I, I, don't I don't feel, don't feel like as that. confident. And Scherzer's yeah. thirty seven, so. You gotta have to ease right. up on him at some point in the season. He's gonna so, have he's going to have aches and pains. Yeah, I think the MVP right now, because he's unexpected, is Bassett. I think that was a huge pickup for them. Yeah, and if, huge, if he yes. gets 32 starts this year, uh, and at his age, uh, he's a breath of fresh air for that team, then I'm not as worried about the top two guys. That's a hell of a pickup. So I think yeah. he's gonna play a big role in their success. And, yep. and which Taiwan Walker shows up. If first uh, half, if, if half, David, if first DeGrom half comes back, half. yeah, if DeGrom comes back on June 1st, David, do you think that they actually could 
make it to the World <coughs> Series, or do you think that they would lose to the Dodgers no matter what happened? Oh boy, you know, in a short seat. Listen, after 1988, when the Mets dominated the Dodgers yeah. 11 out of 12, and yeah. still lost to the Dodgers, you know, if you're hot in the playoffs and and you're and you're bringing a healthy Degrom, Scherzer, and Bassett in, in a postseason series, and Kershaw's not looking good anymore, he's you know he's yeah their rotation's not going to hold up, and I'll take pitching over hitting in the postseason every time. Oh, absolutely. So, so yeah. I like my chances with a healthy top three. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, a, and, yeah, that, that of course is a huge if, but uh, I, you know, if, if, if this is the only time we can allow ourselves as Mets fans to be optimistic is before the season, before there's actually been a pitch thrown that matters. Uh, right. What were you going to say, Sal? I was going to say in a, all things being, let's say DeGrom comes back and they, they make that wild card game. Yeah. You know, if they win that wild card game, then in a short series, if you have DeGrom and Scherzer and Bassett lined up, boy, that is that is tough. Tough yeah. to beat. Yeah. I just and, uh... I I just feel that Edwin Diaz, when it there's a Yiddish expression called Tuchasaf and Tish. Tish, yeah. Would, tish, right, which means <laughs> literally ass on the table. Uh it's a it's a poker reference kind of, you know, show your cards. Yeah, and when the pressure's on, Diaz has shown that he's not up to the task. I, so, I think uh, you know when I uh, the the bachelor party that I referenced earlier, I believe we went to a place called Ass on the Table, but uh, that was uh, really? much later in the night. Yeah, that was that was not uh, for stakes. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I I want to be able to, and look, here's here's what I'll say is that uh, the Mets have never lost. A, uh, an NLDS game that I've been at, at attendance in. I went 2006 well, to all three, uh, the two at Shea and the one here at Dodger <clears throat> Stadium. And then in 2015, I went to games one and five and they won those. So uh, I'll have to go, I guess, if, uh, if they play. Wow. So I'm not um, going to Dodger Stadium for a Mets playoff game. I think I, that's just too dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I just well, I would hmm. rather I would leave rather stay home with just, my skull intact. Yeah, well, you know the, what you do? You go in a in this color blue t-shirt. Yeah. No yeah. And they don't know I, who you're wearing it for because it's yeah, the same exactly. Also, right. it, it's uh it, it's the same thing about the Dodger Stadium. Just spend a little bit more money. Don't sit in the cheap seats and you're fine. You know, and plus after the <laughs> sixth true. inning, when everybody goes home, yeah, you can exactly. be a Mets fan as long move, as you want. You can move down. Right? <laughs> you can right. move down. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, as much as it, you know, there's a there's that huge if that if they get competent contributions from both Degrom and Scherzer during the year, I can see the Mets uh, doing it. But I don't have the faith that uh, that's what we're gonna get. Uh, I would love to see DeGrom. You know, we're talking about that series in Anaheim. That's like June 11th. Boy, it'd be great if DeGrom pitches one of those games, especially if he yeah, matches up against Syndergaard. It's just probably yeah. not going to happen. By the way, but, you, know, you know what's interesting, uh, Christian and, yeah. and Sal? We're talking about DeGrom, 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 and yet we've got Lindor at short. We yep. added Marte. We added Escobar and Kana, if I'm saying yep. his name right. Yeah, I think yes. you are, yeah. Right, and we've added to the bullpen – They've, they've done a lot to add to the team and yet it all still revolves around rightfully so Jacob deGrom. So I know you were saying is, is Scherzer going to pitch as well as deGrom, you know, did in the first half to what's going to be their record at the all-star break, but their team is much better. Now we don't have yeah, a first base in left but field. The so, team is better on paper. Sure. You know, there was still, 
the worst. I mean, last season was the worst situational hitting. I oh, think terrible. I I I just yeah. I could not believe it. And I think and, the batting coach will make a difference this yeah, year. Yeah, and I was listening. The philosophy you, changed. I was listening to Keith Hernandez, and you know the man knows a lot about hitting, and he was saying in the nicest way possible that last year's hitting situation was a freaking disaster. Yeah, and that that Chavez is going to uh, bring them back to situational hitting and not ju not just swinging for the fences and all that uh, analytics. In fact, he someone I read it or someone said that the the front office nerds were in the hitters meetings. Yes, I read that. Yeah. That's not uh, you right. can't have that. I mean no. it's no it's not right. It's inappropriate. So that's gone. So we'll see. You know Situational yeah. hitting is very obvious. It's either happening or it isn't. So we'll see. Yeah, I think uh, there are a lot of those question marks. And uh, I think if I had to fill out a betting slip uh, right now, I would probably put my money on the Dodgers just because it's more of a safe bet. <laughs> but uh, that's not where that's not where my heart lies. And as with every year, I do always I do always place a bet in the off season that uh, one year I'm going to actually get to pay out when the Mets do win the world series. I have yeah, you I and do, you and mattress Mac. I have that, uh, that $5 that'll turn into a hundred dollars. Uh, so this year, so, cause it was right. uh, before the Scherzer signing, but then also before any injuries anyway. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, of course revisit uh, before the postseason as we always do. But uh, I think a, relatively uh uninspired matchup of the Astros and the Dodgers and then I feel like the Dodgers would just beat the uh, Astros but we get to revisit that in the postseason uh if uh, either of you want to project that far out uh feel free to Sal do you uh feel like you can see a World Series matchup from everything we've talked about over the last hour and 12 minutes I'm saying Dodgers White Sox okay <sighs> I, I like that. And the, and the Dodgers different. and the Dodgers win. Well, yeah, um, I think if you're going to, if you're going to concede that matchup, uh, <laughs> there's, oh, there's only one, uh, there's only, there can be only one, as they say in Highlander, uh, yeah. David, uh, you know, there've been a lot of question marks in here. Are you, yeah. do you need to believe in your heart that, uh, it'll be a, it'll be the Mets year and then that'll make the season fun or do you see? Yeah. <laughs> We've got, Got a cardboard cutout right there. That's right. This, um, he was at the games when I wasn't able to go to the games. He was nice. Oh, I that's forgot he feel. did that. That's right. The this, uh, is, this they, is my guy. Oh, and they yeah. and they gave it back to you. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I I'm friends with the company that prints these. So the guy, Sweet. He, he does backdrops for me for my podcast. So anyway, uh, I'm gonna say Mets or Dodgers, depending on Degrom. Sure. In the in the National League, although I like the Braves, I think it's Mets Dodgers, and I think it's the ability at the trade deadline to pick up. That, yeah. that I think is going to play heavy, and in right. the American League, I'm going, I'm going National League East no matter what. I, I'm I'm going Blue Jays, maybe the Red Sox. Yeah, I, I'm, I'd love to. I'd love to so, see the Blue Jays in a World Series. That would be fun. You know, so I, Blue Jays, Dodgers, I would I would enjoy. But obviously, listen, I'll take Mets Yankees. Don't get me wrong, I'd love that. But uh, yeah, I, I, wow. I think the safe bet if you're a betting man, safe <laughs> bets Dodgers. And someone out of the AL East, I'm going to go Red Sox or Blue Jays yeah. um, is my top two picks. If I have a gun to my head, cool. Chris, sail yeah. out. I'm going Blue Jays. 
Uh, Mets Yankees obviously makes it fun for your day job doing morning radio in New York city. I know that the show is on throughout the country, but uh, obviously you're, you're all based there. So, uh, that (laughs) that would be hard to, our second biggest uh, affiliate is Philadelphia. So I, I do, uh, you know, we also Philadelphia. have to root for the Philadelphia. Uh, by the way, I did want to give credit to was it the the guy who chimed in a couple of times? Was it Larry? Larry, Larry yeah, P. Larry, Larry I want P. to give him credit as a Phillies fan when he put up Jacob Degrom's initials. I, I don't know if you noticed it. It was J, J little D, and a G. He took the yes. time to give us the yeah. little. There you go, Larry. There it is. He gave yeah. us the time Checking to give in. us the little D, which which is respect. Yeah, and I appreciate yeah. that. That's a baseball <laughs> fan there because it's sometimes. A great point. Met fans tweet and they don't spell it right and it bothers me and I give yeah. him props. So good for you, Larry. <laughs> but as a Met yeah. fan, we're far from being the most literate fan base. That's <laughs> fair. That's a that's a that's a safe bet. Well, uh, it's uh, it's going to be fun. I'm glad that uh, you know. Look, going back two months, I wasn't really sure how the season was going to shape up. The fact that we're starting if a there week was going to be a and, season. Yeah, the fact that we're starting a week late and they're just going to tack that week on at the end, so we're going to get 162 games. I know people it didn't sit well with, but uh, I'm not one of them. I'm excited. Uh, and uh, you know what? He responded immediately, Larry P. Just give him respect where it's due. It is definitely due. Uh, so uh, yeah, <laughs> and get, and give us back Zach Wheeler, you bastards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now we need him. I still feel like they would have had to overpay for him. Absolutely. But had I known how much they needed another frontline pitcher, it's a little yeah. It, it's very easy to second guess that. Uncle Stevie would have paid him. Yeah, Uncle Stevie definitely would have paid him, but uh, probably not, yeah. Not, not the coupon family, which I don't know how I never heard that. I love wow, that so much. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I never heard that either. I love yeah. that. Well, uh, Sal, uh, obviously people will be able to find you on uh, social media on Thursday when you come over yes. for opening day, which is at a very respectable yes. 1 p.m. Pacific time. So uh, I can fire Excellent. up the grill. Uh, and of course, yep. at D Weiss Comedy on Twitter, but that's not at your D-Wise Instagram. Comedy. I don't know what your Instagram is. Do you know what your Instagram is? So <laughs> it's like, oh no, you you black you blacked out for a second. Oh uh, well, you know that's D Weiss picks. My P-I-X. Instagram is D Weiss yeah. P I X, which like W. Which of course P-I-X. reminds me that uh, both of you will remember the uh, picks, picks, the, picks, 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 yep, picks. The over-the-air video game they used to play on Channel Eleven. W. It was in television. In it was in yeah, tele- they, Mattel and television, but yeah. on TV. Yeah. And you would have to call in and you and over the phone you picks, picks, picks. Yeah. And yeah, WPIX eleven. And when yep. you wanted to pass the basketball or fire the gun or whatever it was, you'd yell picks and you'd have to time it perfectly with a delay. And then after a while, you remember this, whoever the kid was would just go picks, 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 picks. So the guy would just keep hitting the button. Yeah, so. it was the only way to possibly win. Uh, well, David, let's remind everybody about uh, uh, about <coughs> the three podcasts you have, and uh, we'll do a big launch for the uh, the uncooked middle, but uh, that's still in development. But Very the uh, three existing podcasts and all right, you've got the uh, the Elvis Duran Morning Show, fifteen minute Morning Show podcast, which is on all platforms, including iHeartRadio, which is the company I work for, iHeartMedia. Um, that is also on Elvis Duran show on Instagram. So you can see the video version of it. I'm often wearing Met shirts, uh, walkers and talkers, which is on social media at walkers underscore talkers because everything else was taken. And, uh, at the Brooklyn boys on social media. And of course the Brooklyn boys podcast, and I'm available on, uh, at David Brody, B R O D Y on all social media platforms. 
times. And I'm not the Christian News Network guy, even though I get tons of tweets about him. I get called the most awful names because people think I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm an I'm a I'm a Nazi. I'm a terrible I'm a terrible uh, Christian, which I'm not. I'm not a Christian. Uh, I'm, I'm well, a, that's you know. you know what though. To them, that's the worst kind of Christian. I tell them, I go, I'm yeah, a terrible exactly. Christian. I'm such a bad Christian. I'm a Jew. So that's how bad. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, at David Brody, uh, and uh, yeah, check out the podcast. And this was this was a lot of fun, and I appreciate the flexibility of working yeah. around my schedule. And no, we yeah, we were happy to do it, and uh, I uh, I look forward to uh, having you on uh, some other shows in the near future, talking Moon Knight and who knows what yes. else. But uh, well, the first was... four episodes were excellent. Yeah, Moon I've only Knight. seen the first one because okay. I apparently fell off of the screeners list for oh. Disney Plus. I still get to go to the movies, but I don't get the I don't get the shows early anymore. So all right, well, I'll, I'll send you an email. Some. The person you need to beg to get back on. Yep. I, I appreciate that. No problem. Uh, anyway, uh, David, Sal, thanks so much. And Sal, you have a big night out, uh, out tonight. You are up in Sacramento. Yes. So where are you I going am tonight? I'm up in Tell Sacramento, uh, up in Sacramento visiting my son. And uh, this evening I'm going to opening night, the Sacramento Rivercats, AAA affiliate of the San Francisco Giants. Oh, nice. I'm very excited. I, yeah. I You know, I love a nice uh, minor league ballpark and uh, checking that out. And and uh, you've got the hookup uh, there at the River Cats. So, uh, yes, I, I have, a, I have a relative in the front office. That's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, so, Where can I, I get tickets to you visiting your son? Where is that? Uh, <laughs> is that available? At, D- at D.Y.'s Comedy. Very yeah. nice. You DM, just go right there. DM me. Very well, nice. uh, Sal, David, thank you both so much. Uh, excited to see how the season plays out. Uh, usually, when we do the uh, the 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 postseason preview, we're always so way off. So uh, that'll be fun to talk about. That's all the time we have for now. But we will see you next time on the Blackcast.